All right, everybody, welcome back to the Soda City Sit Down. We've got the full crew back here again this week. So, everybody that was here first week is back on the podcast. We have a lot of stuff to talk about again, but first, want to get back into some of that housekeeping. Uh, just letting everybody know uh, just another reminder to follow us on Instagram and Twitter. It's at the SE Sit Down. So, find us there, give us a follow, and we'd really appreciate that. So we're going to dive right in and kick it off, uh, going over the recap of the a- AFC and NFC Championship games this weekend. Um, I know me and Austin had a wedding all day on Sunday, so I don't know how much we're going to be able to talk about this conversation. But we'll let the guys that uh, actually watch the games really take it off, and we'll, we'll come in with the highlights that we saw. Yeah, so I think we could just like go right into the AFC Championship game. The Chiefs are just notorious bad first quarters. <laughs> two two games in a row. Like, it's, I don't know. But then after that, they're just so dominant. It's, it's very interesting. I think they just do it to keep things interesting. Because otherwise, if they just went hot from the get-go, there wouldn't be even a game to watch. They just do Good it for point. the fans. Yeah, do you think they're just bored? And they just want to... <laughs> they're they just throwing wanna the games, of... trying to keep the lines, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Is this just like further proof that like Andy Reid is like a really good coach that like he's so good that he he makes his money off of his adjustments instead of like his scripted plays and everything? Could be. I do yeah. like how he's like kind of a favored coach. Like all the other coaches are in his corner because he's just been there so long, and there's you really not anything you can't like about him. Um, so I mean, it's kind of cool that he that he's getting his his chance. I guess again to to hopefully win a Super Bowl. Yeah, top to bottom, this Chiefs team is just better than the Titans. I mean, the Titans made it this far, which is for anyone out there who's a Titans fan, like that was just kind of inspirational for how far they got. But the the key to this game was always going to be Derrick Henry, and statistically, just twenty carries, around twenty carries for around seventy yards, was just like they needed him to get about twice as many yards and be more productive than that Tannehill honestly had a good game his stats are comparable to Mahomes um not quite as good but overall like a decent game uh, but yeah this is just another week where the Chiefs just looked a lot more talented than the opposition Derek yeah, so... back finally broke <laughs> can't carry him any further <laughs> So after last week, was was anybody like worried about that slow start, or did everyone just kind of say like, you know, they're just gonna come back, like no doubt about it? I was pretty worried. Like I was watching from the airport, but once it got up to seventeen to seven, I was like, oh, like this is real. Like the Titans are like actually like going off, and then went back to Mahomes being Mahomes. But yeah. But there was like a solid like ten minute span in there where I was like, "Damn, the the Titans are real." Yeah, I mean, there. I feel like there are a couple pieces away from being, you know, from coming back next year and doing pretty much the same thing. Um, but you never know. I mean, some teams just get hot at the right times, and then the next year pretty much look the same and then play terribly. Like you know, the Falcons after their Super Bowl just kind of tanked. So. Um, I mean, that's an interesting team for me to watch next year in terms of w- where they go. Uh, they have a pretty 
decent conference or uh, division to play in. So it should be if they play in the same caliber, it should be pretty smooth sailings for them to come back into the playoffs. But if I'm a, yeah, if I'm a Titans fan, I'm pretty proud of that performance regardless. For sure. Can we talk about like has any team had a harder uh, playoff run? I guess than the Titans. Like look at who they've had to play. Um, um with the I would Patriots. I would honestly say the the Jets from like 2010 or 11 their their second year in the playoffs they played uh uh Peyton Manning at home or you know in in Indianapolis and they played New England but yeah I mean like for for that team I mean it's pretty similar um yeah Patriots pretty... Ravens Chiefs like yeah if they would have made it through that and then it would have been the 49ers like the fact that they were even able to make it through a couple of those games is absolutely impressive. But they certainly looked like the 9-7 and seven team that they were in the regular season in this game. And it wasn't a bad performance from the Titans. It was just, again, like the Chiefs kind of doing what they've been doing, just being better than everyone they've been playing. Yeah, the Chiefs are just really good right now. I mean, it's going to be tough to stop them. One thing I want to mention about the Titans real quick, though, is uh, the fact that both Henry and Tannehill are impending free agents, so I wonder what they do monetarily with that. Get True. that bread! Yeah, I, mean, I would feel like they're definitely going to pay Henry before they play Tannehill. Yeah. Tannehill. And, I mean, I, I'm sure they're going to give Tannehill, like, he's going to get probably more than he had this year. coming. He's going to get franchise tag. But, yeah, I just, I mean... It's going to be the focus is going to be on Henry. I've seen almost everybody saying that Tannehill is just going to get the franchise tag, and I think that'd be really smart for them to do because I, I mean, I'm not sold on Tannehill, and I mean, I think he's a good fit there. I think that the Titans should definitely keep him, and so I think franchise tagging him would be the smart, smartest option. I don't think giving him a long term contract yeah. right now after just the. 10 games, whatever that he's played is the best move for them. And I think I, well, at least I hope Tano probably knows that, you know, it's not like he's going to go out in free agency and, and get a ton of money or, or, you know, get a lot of buzz. So, you know, he should be the smart thing for him to do would be to get that franchise tag and just kind of hopefully spark magic again next season. But I don't know. Ryan Tano hasn't always been like the most level headed of players. So we'll see how that goes in terms of the off season. Thing I did see that was a level of concern for some people was the fact that you know did the Titans already run Henry's knees into the ground? Tread <laughs> are they going to get from him at this point? Yeah, I don't yeah, know. He's in his prime. Henry will get a big contract. That man's a unit. I think he'll be good for yeah. a while. I mean, I, I don't think we've seen signs unless something happened on Sunday that I did not see. But I mean, I don't think we've seen some crazy signs of like the wear and tear and that. You know, this is like the last stand of Derrick Henry. So, it, isn't this like the first season that they've really used him primarily? Because didn't they have um, they have Demarco Murray last year, or did they get rid of him last year? Yeah, this has definitely been his coming out party this yeah, year. Yeah, so I mean, like, yeah. it's not like he's like totally held that offense every year, but yeah, I mean, this was a big year for him for sure. Yeah, and I just want to go back uh, since we're just I want everyone to focus on the conversation that we're having about Derek Henry right now, and just remember um, for all of y'all when I took Derek Henry as my first pick in our fantasy oh, draft this year, my God. I want y'all there to go, go back and and remember the comments that y'all made then back in I guess that was <laughs> August, and then that look where we are now. 
And I want y'all to really think about what that did to make me the fantasy champion. And I, I almost feel like I deserve an apology. Congratulations. Man, uh, and the same for, for Mark Andrews and, and probably a number of my picks. Uh, so, uh, yeah, just don't doubt me. I'm uh, I'm the Billy Bean, you know, of fantasy football. <laughs> <laughs> Money balling everywhere. Anyone remember who this guy picked in the first round the year before? I don't even remember who I picked in the first round. I, I do. <laughs> uh, it was Dalvin Cook. Dalvin Cook. All right. Money ball doesn't work every year, but it works every other year, apparently. All right. So uh, enough fantasy. Let's go on to the NFC Championship game. That was at least a more interesting game to watch. What? I thought it it was way less interesting. It was interesting because of, I guess, how much was going on on Twitter, just how much people were talking about that one. Because, like, everyone was saying how Jimmy G pretty much got carried that entire game, which uh, you can make the argument for sure, but... I don't know. I don't know what everyone else thinks I, about that. He threw the ball eight times. I, I think the big message from this game that I took away was just like how amazing Kyle Shanahan's play calling is. That you can oh, only absolutely. throw the ball eight times and then score how many points? The score loss are just insane. Against a, t- a defense that people were saying is like, I mean, they're not like elite defense, but they're like a good defense. Very much better than what they were last year, for sure. I think it's also interesting how we've given Tannehill so much crap for not for not doing anything and like not being very good, and Garoppolo's literally just been absolutely not even like has he how many pass attempts has he had per game? Like it's got to be less than what the Titans were throwing. I mean, eight passes. And, and you know, I mean, and you could probably go back. I mean, I, I haven't really studied his stats all year, but I, I mean the. What's his face was going off for the 49ers, and I, I didn't watch any of the game, but I was watching the stat lines and things like that, and you know, checking my phone every couple minutes, um, you know, while we were at the wedding, just because there's a big game going on. And I mean, it wasn't like he was having an atrocious night throwing the ball. I mean, I think he was six for eight with, with that, and um, so it's like he he was he was connected on passes, um, at least stat wise. So, I mean, I don't know if I'd say he was carried over the fact that, you know, you know, you had a hot hand and you wanted to feed that hot hand. I Jimmy think, G doesn't need to be elite. His well, defense I, I, carries okay. him. Here's I mean, my thing about why Tannehill we talked about Tannehill. We're talking about Tannehill versus Garoppolo. It's because Garoppolo has had more, like, proven good games than Tannehill. Yeah. He doesn't have to. His defense literally doesn't put him in a position that he has to win the games. Yeah, and so then the in the yeah. couple of cases where he only throws eight passes, it's not like, oh, he's it's not bad. wild. Yeah, that's why that's why T- Tannehill gets so much more crap. Yeah, I think that although uh, you, you know Green Bay was or uh, San Francisco was really impressive, Green Bay also just looked bad. Dude, Aaron Rodgers looked terrible. Statistically looked good, but he had two fumbles, key fumbles. Two fumbles. Two yeah, we're going to talk about Cam not diving on the ball in 2015. Aaron Rodgers didn't dive on the ball now, That's but no one talks up. about it. Because Aaron Rodgers is – everything's got to be perfect for him. He's a diva. <laughs> I just thought that was interesting as a Panthers fan. Uh, one, of the, one of the better tweets I saw um, over the weekend was uh, asking if – if Aaron Rodgers' family lives in Miami, because he definitely doesn't look like he wants to head down there. I saw that one too. So, <laughs> so that was uh, 
that was pretty good pretty good little burn there yeah i don't know i really don't feel like there was much more to talk about in this game because i don't know the niners just thoroughly beat them yeah, if I'm being honest, this was easily the uh, least the entertaining week of the playoffs. For sure. Um, yeah, for sure. The more talented teams won in both games. Yeah, yeah I and, agree. And I think we got a good Super Bowl matchup, and I know uh, we've already decided we'll talk about the Super Bowl uh, more in the next next uh, week or so as it leads up to it, and we have more time to really talk just about the Super Bowl, but... I definitely think it's going to be – we have a lot of excitement for the Super Bowl. So. So we want to go on to the, some other NFL news? Yeah. Do we want to do news or do we want to do some more opinion? No, let's just start out with – so the other big news from today in the NFL is Eli Manning retiring. Oh, Yeah. yeah. They're not really surprising, not, but uh, not definitely surprised. monumental, um, to say the least. Yeah. He's, he's, so do you he guys... said he didn't like being a backup. He was on record saying that. Yeah, I don't blame I mean, him. For who that. does? Who does? Yeah. Do you I, think I, that Eli Manning go to the Hall of Fame? Two Super Bowl wins. Uh, Tom Brady beat six. Beat the undefeated Patriots. I mean, yeah. I think what they have him at seventy-five percent right now to go. Um, so I mean. I would say he probably goes. I would, yeah, I think he would just based off of the rings. And I mean, he was a good quarterback. He his his uh, career has definitely fallen off, but I feel like most people would have retired by now. <laughs> Eli, <laughs> the fact that he allowed himself to stay in the league long enough to become a backup, and still like was on the team for another year is like, I feel He's like also that's an most Iron people Man. leave. Yeah. I think. Yeah, yeah we should talk about. Like exactly 500 record. Like that's not a very that's a terrible record for a Hall of Fame quarterback. Like I know he's like overstayed his. He's had some you know, bad duration. He's had some really two bad rings. Teams. And honestly, yeah. the, the teams that he took to Super Bowls weren't anything like phenomenal True. anywhere. I mean, I mean the Patriots was a six seed. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think to be able to take them that far. And, and I'm, I mean, I know if you look back at those playoff runs and everything, I mean, there are other people that stepped up, but it, it, it a lot of it comes down to the quarterback at the end of the day. And he really did take some teams that should have never been there all the way to the to the promised land. He's what, seventh in passing? He's seventh in something else. I can't remember the stat. But, I mean, like, that's regardless of the teams. Like, he's got the stats even, to, you know, to pull that as well. So Yeah, and I don't think – I mean – I think if you want to talk about like playoff wins and like playoff uh, records and things that like can talk about like two Super Bowls, I think that's big. But I don't know for sure like exactly how much like wins and losses should affect a quarterback into the Hall of Fame because the quarterback can play his heart out, but if he has a horrible defense or anything like that, I mean, right. what are you going to do? Not let him into the Hall of Fame because of a defense? Yeah, I agree with yeah. that. Yeah, that's fair. <clears throat> so another like QB news, a really hot topic within our group this week was, well, mostly about Ryan Tannehill and how good or bad he is. Yeah, that sparked this for sure. So yeah. we sparked a, a big debate on, well, basically ranking all the QBs. So we have all put together a list of uh, all the QBs that have played games 
this past year and put them into a few categories, either elite, borderline elite, above average, average, below average, or just unknown if we don't really have enough to go off of. So we all made them. We have all posted them. I haven't really gotten a big deep dive into all of what everybody, where everybody put every quarterback, but we wanted to go through it on the podcast and make our podcast tier list of quarterbacks. So we're basically just going to go off of what my list is and uh, just kind of go from there. So in my tier list, I in the elite category, I have Patrick Mahomes, Russell Wilson, Aaron Rodgers, Lamar Jackson, and Drew Brees. Does anybody disagree with all five of them being elite quarterbacks. Hold on, I gotta find your elite. I um, don't disagree with all five being elite quarterbacks. I didn't personally put all five at elite quarterbacks. Um, I, I put. Um, I don't have anybody on my elite level that you don't have. I just have Mahomes, Breeze, and Rogers. Uh, yeah. Um, and then, ironically, I do have Joe Flacco uh, because Joe Flacco is elite. <laughs> Um, but yeah, surprise, surprise, the Ravens fan did not put Lamar Jackson in elite. Um, I have him at borderline elite though. Um, I, I would like to see him make at least some sort of run in the playoffs before I put him at that elite level. Um, I mean, I think he has taken two teams that are hot into the playoffs and hasn't gotten a win yet. Uh, I'm not going to say anything yet that he can't win a playoff game because he's only played in two playoff games and he, um, He's still, at least the first year, been in a position to win the game. Um, and then this past year, he still didn't put up horrible stats outside of his turnovers. Um, but I, I would like to see some sort of a playoff run. But I feel like you level. need to put him – he's going to be the MVP. I feel like Mark you Jackson. need to put MVP Mark not in elite. He just needs another season. I find exactly. I don't think the playoff experience is what there. he needs. He can be borderline elite. We just need a season three to show that he can do it again. Patrick Mahomes exactly. did it last season. Exactly. He didn't this season. I disagree with Rodgers, and I disagree with Breeze. And I also think Deshaun Watson <laughs> should be elite. I disagree with Deshaun Watson being elite. Okay, so okay, much. hold on. Back, back to Lamar real quick. Back, back to Lamar, Lamar Jackson. Back to Lamar Jackson. Yeah. As a uh, podcast, do we think that Lamar Jackson is elite or borderline elite? Borderline. I'm going to say borderline elite. I say borderline. I have borderline on my list. For the same I, think he, I think you put, put him in either. Borderline. I think he's an MVP, and I think he was elite this season. If he was elite this season, but, but overall, If I had to take just, him into next season, I'd say he's elite. Right. All right, I, borderline elite for Lamar Jackson. All right, back to what Jay's saying. Jay does not think that Aaron Rodgers should be elite. That's dumb. I no, think he's uh, borderline think elite. The most ridiculous statement I've ever he's heard in my entire life. He's absolutely he's, elite. I think Jay, y'all are looking at everything he's done in his past career. I would say, yeah, normally he's he's old. He's getting old. This entire season, they're in one-score games. The offense was super limited all season. Can't make adjustments. Yeah, it goes on to some people, but Aaron's also a hard head and decides. He's gonna go up to the line every single time and call an audible. He does it yeah, all but the he time. Can also this make is a every huge complaint. Available. He's got a, an amazing arm. Like the greatest yeah, QBR of all time. His touchdown yeah. interception ratio is, the, is unbelievable. His feet, his his pocket awareness was not good this year. He didn't put up the normal stats that he normally does. That's it, it's, he's just he's borderline elite. He's just he's he's falling down. That's that's oh, all I'm oh, saying. Still, I right up there in the top two tiers. To a first year head coach. 
Yeah, he's got a first-year head coach. That he also had his cool. best receiver out for most of the year, one thirteen game. He put up good side of that receiver. Who does he have? Nobody. Yeah. Easily. Uh, so as a podcast, we agree. Aaron Rodgers, except for Jay, we agree. Aaron Rodgers, elite. Let's go to the yeah. other one that Jay had. Drew Brees. Jay doesn't think Drew Brees is elite. Drew Brees is so elite. He leads the league in career passing touchdowns, career passing yards. We're not looking at career. That's what I'm saying. Is like we're not looking at career. Yeah, but at the same time, he's still like I don't like he got hurt this year. I don't think I don't think he's missed. Like I don't think he's missing a beach yet. He came back and with the same Drew Brees that he's been to his whole. And then they lost in their playoff game to a top three team in the league. To a top three team in your book. In your book, they were a top three in the league. And then, no, again, you're, they were a bad call away from the Super Bowl last year. Top three team in the league, and I did not say that. I said they should be a top Literally. three team. Yeah. I, I, I say it every time. Y'all try to, I correct y'all every time. They should be a top three team in the league. They're not, though. They should so, be uh, talent. So, elite? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Elite. 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 No. All right. And so Jay also thinks Deshaun Watson should be in the elite category. Absolutely not. He holds on to the ball too long. Takes too many I put him average. Above average. He's got one of the best wide receivers. Okay, I'm not putting him that (laughs) low. You're (laughs) shelling. Deshaun Watson is very talented, but I think he holds on to the ball too long to be in elite. I think it's his offensive line. I think that's part of it. Totally offensive bad. line doesn't have anything to do with holding the ball too long. If your offensive line's this bad, you exactly don't throw the ball. Yeah, it should to be the opposite. <laughs> he tries to make a play. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, it he's not doing he a very good job at it. He gets outside yeah, the line. He tries to make long. a play. Yeah, so, yeah, so borderline elite. That's I think that's the right place. I think borderline try. elite's I fine. Above, I would say above no, average. No, I'd like I'm putting these people in average. Like I'm saying they're borderline elite. Like They've just lost a step. They're no longer like the top five quarterbacks in the league. Let's vote on uh, Watson. I'm saying above average. I'm saying above average. If I have him as borderline elite, borderline elite, borderline elite. It's not my list, but this is the one I'm going by. All right. So averaging out with the an elite and above average, it sounds like borderline elite for Deshaun Watson. Ooh. Yeah. Okay. Does anybody else put anybody in elite? Yes, no. Russell Wilson. Russell Wilson. Oh, yeah. yeah. I think we Russell have Wilson Russell was already in there. Mahomes, he's already in there. But, okay. Russell Wilson and Pat Mahomes were guaranteed. So. Yeah. You Wait, did so someone say they put Russell Wilson longer. at borderline elite? Yeah, I did. I did. Wait, Why? what? I just think that uh, I think that there were certain <laughs> games this past season where you would look to him to have better stats, and it just wasn't there. So, yeah. <laughs> Uh, what? Uh, no, no, like and y'all are Russell coming Wilson out is a top two team. quarterback in the league, right? No. He's, he's right. He, if not above Mahomes, where I put him for me. He's uh, number, okay. literally in the playoffs. He had no running game. He had Marshawn Lynch, who hadn't played in a year, and he had a running another running back I've never heard of in my life. So, all right, but we're on the same page. Russell Wilson is elite for the podcast. Yeah. yeah. So uh, now borderline elite. So we've now added Lamar Jackson from my list, but the rest I have Tom Brady, Deshaun Watson. We just talked about him, Matt Ryan, Matthew Stafford, Jimmy G and Philip Rivers. These are all in, in uh, would like to add one. again. I agree, but borderline Jimmy elite Matt Ryan's borderline elite. <laughs> all right. I mean, so let's just go down. Does anybody disagree on Brady? I assume that's where we yeah, all put Brady. I, put uh, I agree with him. I put, I put Brady or uh, borderline elite. I'm assuming we are all Brady haters and nobody put him in elite. 
I guess I mean, he's absolutely He's making yeah. this argument about all these old people and not being high enough, and he puts Brady at borderline elite? What do you, what do you <laughs> yeah. mean? I had, I had Aaron Rodgers. What are you talking about? Yes, he does. I have Aaron Rodgers and Drew Brees both at borderline elite. Are they about to retire? Yeah, are they, I, like, clearly he's, declining Tom Brady still career? has a year. He's he not still has a year. anymore. Outside, yeah, he's Jay, with your he's, argument, you should have put Tom Brady lower. I'm going to give Brady a yeah. one-year contract he's, right he's, now. He's, he literally, I can't put him anywhere between borderline elite and above average. He's definitely above average, and he's definitely not borderline elite. In the middle, I, I just gave him his above average right now, and I put him up above that. What, what? Literally, where do you like? What evidence do you have of him being above average right now? Right, I have now. right average right now. I'm with you, Tyler. I can, I, yeah. Wait, so where – so, okay, where, last, where does everybody rank Brady? Just like – okay, Tyler, average, where do you have average. average? He is average, and I, I wanted to go hot take and put him below average right now. The last <laughs> wow. six games, the do last it. six games you saw out of him were Dude, just – He was bad. He, the, the, last, the last thing that we've seen from Brady is a pick six – and 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 Mr. Tom Brady, Mr. Playoff in Foxborough, you know when he has a chance to to come down and and you know tie up the game, and he throws a pick six like on the first play of the drive, so he he's done. He's done. He's I, I just feel like you have to pay him any up. amount of money. Well, right I feel now like you just put Brady in borderline elite because, or the reason I he's did Brady. He's Brady. He's got the clutch Brady. factor. He's just known for over there making plays. And like, yeah, he didn't look as good, but I mean, the Patriots were still like a good team. He got carried by his defense, though. I just yeah. feel like borderline elite is like a bright place to put him. Where does Austin have him? In, uh, so anyone that knows me knows uh. that I could <laughs> talk for days about where I would put Brady and where he should be. I will agree that he should. I would put him at average, but I in my list I actually have him at borderline elite just because. You have them as borderline. Okay, okay. Let's vote on where we put Brady. So Austin had borderline elite. Me, Jay, and Austin have borderline elite. It's about half and half. Yeah, and Tyler average. 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 Above average. All right. So, so we're putting him in above average. I think above average is a perfectly spot. Yeah, I would agree with above average too. I'll settle for above average. I was, I was. All of my players can go up or down a tier, really. Like, I I put them where I thought they were for me. So, next one, Matt Ryan. Yeah, borderline elite. elite? Yeah, Yeah. Yeah. average. What? All the way down to average? Yeah, yeah. he was my fantasy quarterback this year. He yeah. averaged like Stop. 15 Y'all points out of him. Average. There's no sense behind sure. his comments. What What has he done since the MVP season? He's always he's had statistically good years. Well. Like every single yeah. year. Uh, he's had statistically yeah. average years. Matty Ice. He's borderline elite. I don't right. think borderline elite. I think that general consensus is borderline elite. I haven't seen right. it from him. Stafford, <laughs> Stafford. I had him elite. above average. I just feel like I've he's not. Him. Yeah, 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 above yeah. average. He's above. I would have him borderline yeah. elite. I yeah, I think I think he could be borderline elite. Okay. I think he can. The Lions are just a disaster of an organization. He's not, on a, so. he's not on a good team. Is my issue, so I put him yeah. above average. Uh, vote. I have a disaster. Austin. I think, uh, borderline elite. Borderline elite, Jay. Ooh. Above average. Matt. Above average. Reno. I'll put him above average. Uh, I had borderline elite. <laughs> so it looks like we're about half and half. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm going to um, keep him at borderline elite because I'm going to be yeah, a tiebreaker. 
that's not a tiebreaker. That's half and half. <laughs> yeah. Right, so, uh, Jimmy G, anybody disagree there? Nah, I, I got him above man. average. Wait, what? Um, I, I love think him as unknown. He is not borderline elite right now. I think I, he's unknown fine. actually makes some sense. I think yeah. I think he's fine as borderline elite or unknown. unknown. I think he's fine about above average. Above no, average. No I don't think you can, can put him unknown, with borderline. I don't think. No, I don't however, think though, unknown either. I think I think above average is probably a safer place for him. I think above average is. And he like eighteen and four as go. a starter or I mean, something I, right now though. His, yeah, he's like ridiculous. His defense is carrying him. Same thing with Tom Brady. This is why I'm saying like you can either put him at borderline elite or you can put him at unknown. The couple games that they called Jimmy G's number to win the game, though, he's won the game pretty much. That's why he's above average, in my opinion. I don't. Think I think above average. I think borderline cool. elite or unknown are the best two for him. All right, let's vote, Austin. Uh, I've got above average for Jimmy borderline G. elite. Borderline okay. elite. Above I'll average. Above average. <laughs> I'm the unknown. <laughs> Okay, so it sounds like average. it's more above yeah, average. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Boomed above All right. average. This one I feel I think... like might be kind of hot for my Philip Rivers. Yeah, that's bad. Uh, uh, what year Philip Rivers are we talking about? We're talking about <laughs> for the next year is yeah. Philip Rivers. I have him above uh, average. He's not an he average have a, He's right above Does he even it. have a deal right now? No. no. Nope. He's a free agent. He's a free agent. I, I He's put, a I put, no, he might even be unknown. He may never play again. Do you pay Philip Rivers right now to be on your team? He's going, yeah, no. He's going well, to the Colts. No, I, I would because I'm a Jets fan. But yeah, my team, my <laughs> team, no, hell no. But <laughs> if I'm if I'm just any one of the 32 teams in the league, there are teams out there that yeah. would, I think, would. See, see, this is where me and Marino disagree. I fucking have Sam Darnold right on that borderline elite above average line. Again. Oh. oh my god! Okay, oh before we get to the before we get to before we get to the hot takes. Um, okay, so he so looks good. Let's get a oh my god! Let's get a vote on Philip Rivers. Average <laughs> above, above average above average above average this year. Above average quarterback average elite at making babies. Elite at making babies. <laughs> <Elite advantage. laughs> hey, Cam Newton is on pace to break his record, by the way. Wait, what? Is it, how many kids? Cam is- Newton yeah. has five kids. Are you kidding me? With you, who? No. With the same woman? Nope, with multiple women. Oh, that <laughs> doesn't count. Not have that five doesn't kids. count. Does he? That does not yes, he count. Does. Yeah, that does I knew of one. Uh, yeah. That doesn't Anyways, count. Okay, we're, we're off, tra- we're off on, track no? here. Does anybody else have someone to put in borderline elite? Dude, and this might surprise some people. Carson Wentz. No. Nope. Oh, no. I have, no, I have Carson Wentz. I have Carson Wentz borderline elite as well. I have I Carson Wentz in above average. I can, but I could... Eh. 2017 should have been an MVP. Injury. He is injury prone. 2017 should have been an MVP season, and he had yeah. no receivers this year. He had None. no receivers this year, and he absolutely... If y'all, watch, if y'all want to talk about the last five games for Brady, talk about the last five games for Carson Wentz, he... Derrick Henry that team all the way to the playoffs. You do have a point there. He did. He did. Uh, but I don't know if I'd put him borderline elite. I think uh, with your point, it's also a I wizard have... at escaping the pocket. Have y'all ever seen that man get out of the pocket? He's so he's I... literally Pat Mahomes. Like he's 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 got the same structure, same everything, and he moves the same way. I I think he's really good. I just I just personally think he's worse than Garoppolo. So I think if we're putting Garoppolo <sighs> above average, uh, I, think I disagree. I, I think he's worse than Garoppolo. In the same category. I think I, I, I he's more athletic than Garoppolo for sure. Okay, maybe not worse, but like of comparable. Like I think like putting them I in think, the same tier. 
I think Garoppolo is a game manager and won't go out and make super big plays like a Russell Wilson or a Pat Mahomes. I think Carson Wentz is the opposite of that. Seen Not Carson like Wentz get out of the pocket and make some just crazy. crazy yeah, I think Wentz happen. is a little bit better, but I could. I definitely don't think that the two of them should be in different categories. So and we drop Jimmy average. G down to above average. Yeah. Yeah. Carson so, Wentz is above average. all right. Uh, I'm fine with vote. Carson being above average. Awesome. Uh, borderline elite. I, I'm average. sticking with borderline elite, though. Sorry. Matt? Above average. Reno? Above average. Tyler? Above average. All right. Above average it is. Anybody else we want to talk about for Borderline Elite? No. Nah. Okay. Now we're back to above average. So people we've already agreed upon that are above average. Tom Brady, Jimmy G, Philip Rivers, and Carson Wentz. I also have on this list Kirk Cousins, Big Ben, Dak Prescott, and my hottest take, Jameis Winston. Nah, Jameis Winston is your hottest take. Kirk Cousins is your hottest take. Yeah, I would agree. Kirk Cousins, what? Yeah, above average. Jameis Winston has, Jameis Winston has above average flashes, averaging 360 yards a game this season. He's just a bad decision maker. Kirk Cousins is an average quarterback. Yeah, he does. He's just a bad decision maker. Good. Jameis is above average for me as well. I, I, I'm fine with him there. I put. All right, right, so let's start with Kirk Cousins then, because apparently that's my hottest take. Average. Yeah, yeah average, average at best. Like, Kirk Cousins average. has proven that he is a good quarterback on multiple teams. 0-9 oh, awesome. on Monday Night also, Football. Also, <laughs> yeah, okay, he can't win a Monday Night Football. Okay, so, Clayton. Holding the Vikings back from being a top three team in the NFL. Oh, my God. My <laughs> issue is uh, you put you put Kirk Cousins at above average and did not ask any of us if we like that. So, for just <laughs> bumping him down to average, not market that the way. Uh, if you would have said you like that, I might have been like, "Yeah, I do." But you didn't like that well. Average. You can't fight no, that. Long. He's just no. He's just average. He's just. I an think Kirk Cousins is a good quarterback. Like he he's going out making plays, winning his team. Uh. No, uh, playoff no, game. No. no, here's but... the re- here's the thing that look at the quarterbacks we have in above average, and Kirk Cousins not one. He's not. No. That's how I would say I look at this. Overruled. Yeah. <laughs> all right, so all right, Kirk Cousins down to average. Yeah, down to average. All right, average it is. All right, Big Ben is that a is that you know below I average? Him, I have him oh. as unknown. <laughs> I don't know how he's going to bounce back at his age from I this. F- I feel like unknown's not a bad place to put him. I, I just don't average, know but I can injury. also agree with unknown. I, I, I can agree with unknown. I have him as above average on my list because of what he was two seasons ago. So I would put it, but I want to put him at unknown. His team was also Still so technically haven't seen him play without Antonio Brown. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. What, and he had belts. Too, so with, his, with his hand and everything, and I, I, I just have him as unknown. So unknown is that the consensus? Yeah, I think yeah. Yeah. Right, right, unknown. Right spot. Tyler thinks he's below average. Below average. Oh well, my god, that's just <laughs> that's you're fair. a fucking Ravens fan, so. <laughs> <laughs> Dak. Right. Dak Prescott. Yeah, above average. Above average. Just because his he had such a good season this past year, like he doesn't make mistakes. That's my biggest thing. He he legitimately just takes the safe throws. He's not gonna make huge plays out of something, but he he's he's just a safe court. I like. Anybody it. disagree? I, I wanted to put it correctly. I also think they made the right decision paying Zeke instead of him. Oh yeah, yeah I agree yeah, for sure. All right, so uh, now on to Jameis. 
Yeah, I got above him. average. I, I, I put him in unknown average. I, I'm fine with him above average. Just get rid of the interceptions, Jameis. Jesus. Thirty interceptions. Hear me out. It's or all thirty touchdowns. It's I'm all telling you, a Jameis Winston is like Brett Favre. He's a gunslinger. Jameis Winston, it's all a plot. He doesn't want to be in Tampa Bay anymore. He hates it. Even though they have a great receiving core, he wants to go to a better team. He's just throwing as many picks as he can so they won't franchise tag. Is that a great situation, though? You could make the argument that he's I'm not I'm not making this argument, but just like based on like what the words mean, you could argue that he's borderline elite because if you take away the picks, those are elite numbers he's putting up. Yeah, 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 but you no can't, way you can't with the up. interceptions. Though, there's no way you can. Yeah, but take away like, if it was like oh, 2015, you're taking away 30 interceptions. <laughs> yeah, that's a lot <laughs> of interceptions. That is a lot. Interceptions. You can't interceptions a game. That's like saying, well, man, if you if you had me grow six inches and was able to throw the ball forty extra yards with a lot more accuracy, yeah, I could be more average. <laughs> I got okay, a so anybody else above average? Yeah, I got I didn't a put on this list. I have, I have. Two uh, I put, I put Cam Newton at above average. Ooh, that's yeah, a, I have that's the spicy one. Okay. I put Cam Newton. I put Cam Newton at above average too. Unknown. I, I'm fine with Cam Newton above average or unknown. Unknown. I think I he's the most unknown. unknown How is he going to bounce from these injuries? I he think if you're, if you're not going to put him okay. above average, you have to put him at unknown. It will be a crime to put him at just average. It's just yeah, it's no just, way. I but I don't know. See. The, the range you get with Cam is so interesting because you get the flashes of elite, but then you get the flashes of below average. And I feel like all the below average stuff is because of his injuries and because they've been so frequent in these past couple of years. I just have unknown. no idea where to put him. Yeah, he's unknown. like the definition of an unknown for me that other than like new like rookie quarterbacks or something. Like Jared Big Goff. Ben, I feel like both fit. Jared Goff, I have him as above average. Oh, so he's can we agree unknown though? Unknown, yeah. I, I think unknown is fair. No, that's fair. Yeah. I have Jared Goff above average. No, he played so bad this year. Yeah, he played bad this year, but he played good the year before. He's got a great coach. He had a terrible yeah. offensive line. He's got good he's, weapons around Out of like the three he's seasons, he's like one Matt Ryan. He's literally right like Matt. So Except like Matt Ryan Steve. puts up good stats. And we saw like his numbers greatly decline when Gurley's not 100%. If he can't yeah. lean behind that run game, his numbers have just um, really gone down. I don't know. I agree. I think. I think he's above average, but I mean, he's also just. I also think Josh Allen is. Right I think I think McVay utilizes average. his skill sets properly, which allows yeah. him to shine in certain areas. Um, so we learn a lot about. about we learn a lot about golf, golf is average, though. Yeah, I would say I. I think like we'll learn a lot about him based off this next year because like if he, it's it's either a one bad season kind of deal or or it's like a career downhill. So we don't really know what this year means exactly in the long term of things, but I have an average right now. And one thing yeah. I did want to mention, we were talking about Winston real quick. I'm pretty sure Winston's also an impending free agent. What do you do with Mr. James? <laughs> this is what happens. That's a good Tom Brady leaves New England. Jameis Winston goes up to New England because, you know, who who has the best crabs in the U.S.? <laughs> <laughs> well, actually, exactly. uh, that's Baltimore. Uh, I think New England's more uh, lobster. All right, well, ball don't lie. I guess yeah. you're going to Baltimore. Well, uh, yeah, if you want him in Baltimore, be my guest. But I, I mean, I do not want him in Baltimore. But I think the <laughs> argument would. De- I think. Uh, um, uh, oh, what's their names? The ones that have been like fighting Dave Portnoy on Twitter like all season. Uh, the crab restaurant in Baltimore. 
Water, um, like that, yeah, that crab shack. Oh uh, yeah, if if they hear this podcast, we're done. <laughs> they will, they will Shutting it down. Okay. We don't have the uh, the Twitter backing of Dave Portnoy. We'll be we'll just be assassinated. All right. So other quarterbacks. I heard Jay say uh, Josh Allen. In above average, I have Josh Allen as legs. like a higher tier average, but I just don't think he. I'm ready he's, to put him above average. He's got good though. legs. He's got good legs. He's still young. Got a great arm. Got a great. I will arm. say he wins games, but not confidently. Like that, I just and the defense is elite. His defense is very elite. Yeah. No, yeah. The, the the Bills coaching is elite. Holy shit! They're Sean McDermott elite. doing very yeah. very well. I there. always knew Sean McDermott was going to be a good situation there but he's really using jared allen to the best of um, abilities yeah josh allen i have his above average i think he's a great talent same thing I with think, sam Darnold. i think the consensus is average for him though i have him above ass. average for now oh, really? okay really? so uh, austin i have him average 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 everybody's saying average, average. Yeah, so yeah, i guess Tyler, what do you have him as? i have him as <laughs> average as well okay so, so it's just jay and matthew say above average but consensus yeah. is average He's a high average, though. He's okay, like, anybody yeah, else consideration above for right. above average? All right, so, again, because I'm looking at our friend Devin's list. Devin has Derek Carr as average, but I would put him <laughs> as above average. I don't know. What? A Derek Carr? Derek Carr is average at best. See, he's had flashes of greatness. The thing is, his team has he's been terrible. Good. Yeah, he has no true. one around. Had, oh, no, 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 no. What are you talking about? He's got that elite I catch everything receiver Hunter oh Renfro God. on I knew where team. you were going. Yeah. <laughs> I thought you were about to say AB. I was Hunter like, Renfro what? drop a ball. I swear to God. He has never dropped a ball. Derek Carr was in the same situation as Carson Wentz was at one point where they were both kind of in the running for the MVP that one season. Or they might have been both got hurt. Both got hurt. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And right before the playoffs, Derek Carr got injured, but like they were like 12 and four or something. They were looking hot. And then but that was under, was that under their coach now? Or that might have been Del Rio. Del Rio. That might have been Del Rio. And it was yeah. like, I really like Jack Del Rio with that team. And as soon as they fire Jack Del Rio, it's been downhill. So it's, I don't know if it's an issue. They were pretty with, good this year. Well, they also traded away like all their people. They were actually, yeah. They were they, statistically they one game out of the playoffs up. this year. Consensus so. that he's average. Yeah. They're average. trending up. John Gruden's finally getting like all of his pieces working out. This is true. I mean, they might have given him 10 years year. to do something. So, yeah. we'll see what but anybody other than Marino say anything other than average? Who? I would Who? put him in upper Mark, average. Mark. I'd put him in the upper average. I, I, can't, I can't hear anything. Average. 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 Okay. Average. Mm-hmm. All right. So, last call on above average. Uh, I put Andrew Luck there, but. Okay. Uh, I have uh, if we're going on Andrew Luck. Of the RIP category for Andrew Luck. Andrew well, here's Luck. my thing. If if Andrew Luck comes out of retirement right now, he's above. I agree. Andrew Luck is is borderline elite if he comes. I out. have if he Andrew Luck at borderline elite. I could, I could agree with that. If he came I, out of retirement, yeah. where would he go? You think he'd go back elite. to the Colts? No, I think he'd go no, to the Patriots. Have to. Oh. oh. But that would hurt. Anyways, yeah, I I think Andrew Luck would be borderline elite, but I have him in the. Yeah, rip we can category. we can we can still put him in the rip category. Yep. Uh. Yeah, rip, so yeah. yeah. No more above average. I don't think so, no. no. I like Sam Darnold still, but okay. he's not above average. So, in a, average, we currently have Kirk Cousins, Josh Allen, Jared Goff, Derek Carr. I also have Nick Foles, Fitzmagic, Baker, and Sam Darnold. I put Baker. After last season, mm-hmm. I kind of put Baker below average. Um, Baker I, average. I mean... 
I mean, I'm here for the argument for Baker below average. He's got yeah, a I would good say team like around slightly him. below average. I mean, he's a couple of great wide receivers. I know they yeah. don't all have. I'm not name not great, but I mean, he's got a decent wide receivers. I think he's uh, terrible offensive. He's got great wide receivers and, 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 and great, great running back. I, I don't really know what he has back. outside of. I mean, the two, but. I mean, he has Najoku, he has Kareem Hunt out of the backfield, he has Nick Chubb. He has great weapons, terrible line, and terrible coaching. It's not all his fault. Brad I know Dork it's not all it. his fault, but, I mean, average. still. Yeah, this is his third year in the average. league, third head coach. Bro, it's his second. True. Oh, it's going to be his third year in the league. Yeah, but, it's going to be. Yeah, he is yeah. on, you're going into year three on coach three. Um, I, I, think he, I think he has the opportunity to be above average. I think just with the hype that was around that team last year, I know some of it was ridiculous. Like the Browns weren't going to go to the Super Bowl last year, but um, <laughs> I, I just think the hype, like the realistic hype, and what you saw out of him, it was just below average to me. Ironically, um, though, he did much better last year with the worst team, especially that back half of the season. So that's why I'm kind of conflicted. Same. He did the exact same. So let's get a vote, Austin. I've got Baker at average. 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 Below average, average, but with a great upside. Below great average. average. Okay, so average we're going to stick with. Anybody? Yeah. Everybody find the Foles? No. Yeah, I have, him, I have him below average. He lost his starting position to Gardner Minshew, literally, when he came back from I mean, he's also coming he's, off of injury, though, so. Yeah. I still have him below average. He got an argument for unknown as well. I, I, I'd put, I, have, I have him as average. Every time he's well. When he's got like a, an insane O line, he only yeah. plays well when he's a backup. He's b- <laughs> yeah. So Still, I feel like I, it, I feel like he's either average or unknown though. He needs his own category of just like I, yeah. He needs his own category as backup. Backup. Okay, I put him so, at average. Average seems like average. his general. Consensus. He's below average when he. If you look up his starting stats, he has more picks than touchdowns. As a starter. However, that one year he had like 22 touchdowns and two interceptions. Yes. Yeah. I, was sure. I, think, he's, I think he's a good definition of average. Yeah, he's average. Okay. Uh, Fitz, Magic? Below. <laughs> below. Got a lot of belows here. Austin? I want you just because it's him. I love Fitz, Magic, but below. It's Magic. I just, I don't know. When you've been on what, nine, ten different NFL teams? He's we're talking about right now. Oh, here comes the old argument again. Uh, he's just <laughs> my man. Fitz Magic is just. Is there is there a category for magical? Uh, average, no. Average. <laughs> it's called the okay. I got average. Austin's got average. Jay, below average. Matt, below average. Right now. Uh, yeah, I guess if we're talking about who starts next year for your team, I would say below average. Tyler, I'm saying below average as well. All right, below average it is. And then we got Darnold at average. average. Seems like a good spot. Uh, I, I think about... high average, almost borderline above average. He's got I great s- upside. Mm. I say unknown I'll... still. I put him at unknown. I just can't tell with him. He has it's games ghost, where he plays really isn't helping well. Either. Yeah, and it's he's never had a coach that's given him like a, a chance to even play well. His O-line has been terrible consistently. He's got like his best weapon is Robbie Anderson. It's like He looks really good. He, he does. He, he does throw pretty well, but like I've never seen him kind of break. Until he past. starts seeing ghosts. Yeah, yeah I was about to say. I feel so he's bad for a, him on that. He's in a bad system. It's it's not his fault. Same thing with Baker. He's yeah, but like, I mean, at the same time, I mean, but we're still just 
grading these guys based on what we've seen. So, I mean, just because he's in a bad system, I mean, they still make the throws, make the decisions. Was so it I the bad the system that gave them motto? I don't think so. I think you can go from a ba- from a bad system to a good system and All right. be crazy different. I mean, so I, gonna, I that's agree, what Jared Goff was. We're just going by what we've seen. That's what I'm I, saying. I put him unknown. Jared, that's why I have Jared Goff as above average. He had a terrible he first Fisher few years and then to McVay played yeah. much better. And he had it. Unfortunately, the owner trade away all their offensive linemen. Okay. Yeah. Anyways, uh, vote Austin. Average. Average. I think you're fine at average with the Askridge. High average, but still average. Yeah, high average. Marina? Uh, I have him as unknown, but it looks like we're going to be average. Tyler? I'm sticking with unknown, but it's going to be average. Yeah, well, oh, average. I, average it is. <laughs> yeah. I'm fine with unknown as well, but I, I think average is where Majority it is. Anybody else we think is average? Yes, yes, and yes. Yes. <laughs> the one, the only, my man, Ryan Tannehill. No, nope. yeah, I, I agree. Average. He's average. He's average. Not below average. He's not oh. below average. Oh, he Andy is not Dalton. below average. Not in the list that we have right now. Absolutely. Andy Dalton, I have average as well. He's an average. No, no we're talking about Tannehill right now. Andy Dalton. Yeah, Ryan Tannehill is below average. Highest QBR has... in the league. You're right. Yeah, you know, when you throw the ball 100 yards, it's a lot easier to be more efficient. We put Garoppolo in above average. We're definitely not going to put Tannehill in below average. Yeah, but uh, I mean Garoppolo. I mean, granted, Tannehill came a game away, but Garoppolo's in the Super Bowl, and Tannehill's yeah, Garoppolo played for a better team. Garoppolo was on a better team when he well, played for the then, Super Bowl. Don't even Patriots. start with the Super Bowl. Jared Goff played in a Super Bowl. Yeah, Nick Foles played in a Super Bowl. Like, what, yeah, that's, that's what I, that's like, what I'm saying. Like, don't bring up the Super Bowl comments. But if you look at just like from a production standpoint and statistical standpoint, and the fact that he's had also four or five different coaches, I mean, yeah, if we're gonna yeah. put Garoppolo in the above average, like we no, you cannot. Put... I see nothing good out of Ryan Tannehill other than that he doesn't. Like just go throw the ball, making stupid no. mistakes. I mean, no, I think he's great. He hasn't been turning the ball years? over. He's amazing in the play action. He, uh, he 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 throws well outside the pocket. His deep ball has gotten so much better. If you actually like watch him throw a deep pass, it's really it right on the money. He's he's he, Clayton. Yeah. You said it perfectly. He doesn't turn the ball over. That's a definition of an average quarterback. Yeah, like he does agree. what he needs to do. He's yeah. a good He's a average manager. system quarterback. Yeah, I'm just saying, like, uh, like I, I don't want. Like, what would what What do you see from him? You're telling me you would rather have average. Nick Foles over Ryan Tannehill? Yes. Why? Mm. Everybody mm. we have an average. I want way more over right than Ryan Tannehill. Ah, For what reason? What 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 turns you off from him so much that you would put him below? I just don't see him doing anything positive. Like he just like he just doesn't he, do anything. He came into the Titans and gave them six out of seven wins after. The yeah, and we were all agreed that like it wasn't him that like was the reason. It was Derrick Henry. Yeah. As as soon as as soon as they had to go have Ryan Tannehill do something, they lost. Was it Derrick Henry that was causing them to go two and four, or was that Marcus Mariota? Yeah, Mark Mariota's also bad. bad. Yeah, he was pretty bad. He's below yeah, average. Yeah, no, Ryan but Tannehill he's came a, in and he's like he like, energized everybody. So but happens. it's not like his play that uh, that went and like made them a good team. I mean, I'm looking at my list of average players, and I cannot 
possibly put Tannehill below. Do you rather have Ryan Fitzpatrick instead of Ryan Tannehill? Yes. Oh, <laughs> All right, That's let's just do it on nine because this is crazy. Have we? Have we? It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Clayton's beat on the average. It doesn't matter. Clayton's just arguing. It's just hard. Everybody says he's or below average. Everybody's saying average besides him. Yeah. Everybody said average except for me. Yeah. So okay. Clayton's just hot taking it. Did we mention? Uh, did we? Min- I, I put I put Tannehill below average, but I, I can see the argument for average. Have we mentioned Trubisky? Yeah, below he's him. below average. Below <laughs> we haven't got there yet. Okay, I like put you guys would rather but... have Trubisky over no, no Tannehill over Trubisky. Uh, no, yes, yes. yes. I take yeah, Trubisky over Tannehill. Oh my yes. god, uh, what what got a good have system. you seen that makes you want him over Tannehill? He's got talent. Oh, he's got geez. a good team around him. I can't. If we're I talking about right talent, oh, don't get me started. If we're talking about talent, freaking Sam Darnold and Josh Allen better both be moved up to above average then because they're both way more talented no, than yeah, like, the people no, we have yeah. above no, average. No, no, no. I put, you want to talk about I talent. I put Trubisky in, the, in below average, but I think that's why he is better than Ryan Tannehill. Oh, I, he's a dollar store Ryan Tannehill. What? <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> I mean, I can see that. Where, where, where are we on? We're not like, Andy Dalton I, now, right? We're not on Mitch Trubinsky yet. Where? No, I'm just saying. Still, like, still trying to get through. I'm just saying, I'd rather have Mitchell Trubisky over Ryan Tannehill. <sighs> are we even That's, hitting the unknowns? But anyways, uh, anybody else in average? Yeah, I got Joe Flacco there. Uh, no, nah. uh, mm. I. I know this. We already put my... Joe Flacco in elite, Matt. Where? Were oh you? yeah, my bad. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I know this yeah. is. I know this one is he. There's not a whole lot to go off of him, but he, his stats are really were really good from his rookie season. I would say Kyler Murray. I put Kyler average, Murray as average as well. Yeah. Average to above. I put average him. I put him on own. I also. Put I him think on that's known, fine. But I could be agree. I could be okay with. I think he had a very average first career for a rookie head coach going to a team that everybody. I feel like Kyler could go like if I were to rank him, I might put him above average. I just don't. I I also I also had him as above average, right around that area. I also think Daniel Jones wasn't god awful, and he showed a ton of talent, and he looked like a pretty average quarterback himself. I put I put Jones as average as well. I put him unknown. I could see him as an average or above average. He showed a lot of talent. I okay, could see both those average, rookie quarterbacks going, um, being an average or unknown. I just have a like, problem with as that. As a quick categories. thing, did anybody put, uh, like, for all of the rookie quarterbacks, I put all of them in an un- unknown. I, did well, right. I graded all of them besides Drew Locke. Because Drew Locke, I didn't. I, didn't I think it's fair to put them all in unknown. Um, but I'm, I, I, I'm just saying, for me, I did put Murray and Jones both in average. Okay. Uh, so I so I guess consensus Haskins and Locke are definitely an unknown. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. Uh Kyler, do we want to rank Kyler? I'm fine with him being average or above average. Yeah, you know what? I'm gonna go back on it. I, if you're gonna put all of them, that's honestly a little lazy. I don't want to be a lazy podcast. Um, I think we should we should we should put our money where our mouth is. We gotta rank at least some of them. And I think we got I think the two guys that deserve to be out of that unknown category. Are Murray and Jones. Okay, I'm down okay. to put Kyler well, in average. Average. Yeah, yeah. average to okay, above average. average. Same with Jones. I, I don't think Jones goes in average. I think he would be below average. I think Jones I was put fine. Him average. I think he showed great upside average. 
I mean, I did he do any worse than below. than where do we put Eli? And did he? Well, I, I, I guess put Eli in the RIP category. Okay, <laughs> where, where where were we going to put Eli? <laughs> no, he's definitely Eli, below Eli average. Eli was in the low average. Eli was he's in like the worst. Yeah. No, 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 not the worst. Mariota's the worst. <laughs> yep. So. Okay, anyway. so I so I think if we put Daniel Jones, it would be below average. No, we're doing average. No, yeah, I would Austin, what do you think? Um, uh, yeah, I can put I'd put Kyler and Daniel Jones in average. I yeah. say below average for Daniel Jones. Yeah, I'm not I'm not putting a rookie. I mean, I put Drew Lock. Had a ball in average, but I'm not putting a rookie quarterback that you know started pretty much most of the year in like below average. In one of the worst teams. I feel like that's the perfect place to put him because like if you're not gonna put him unknown, then like he wasn't good. Well, we're talking about your team next year. Like, I would. I don't think you can put a rookie quarterback in below average. I think you either put him in unknown or average. One of the two. I'm going with average. I think average was fine. I think the fact that he's a rookie, too, puts him higher. Some of these other guys that are below average have been, like, around the league for a while, and you kind of know. Oh. He still has a lot of upside. Yeah, Um, a ton of upside. He looked good. Okay, so I guess the consensus is average, Tyler. Yeah. You said average? I'm thinking average. Okay. So then our unknowns. Wait, what are we still doing? Average. Uh, I'll wait until we get there. Never okay. Mind. So are we done with average then? Uh, yeah, I'll wait so. until we get there. Yeah, we'll see what we'll see what. I'll wait yeah. until we get mm-hmm. there. Okay, unknown. I've got Big Ben, Alex Smith, Cam, Dwayne Haskins, and Drew Lock. Then we're That's good fair. there. Fine, 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 fine. All right. Below average, we agreed with uh, Fitzmagic. Well, then. By default, we've got Andy Dalton, Trubisky, Case Keenum, Mariota, Flacco, and Josh Rosen. I disagree with uh, Josh Rosen. Uh, yeah. I think he should be an unknown. I agree. I, agree. Eh, I don't know. He's been on a lot of different – or yeah, he's been on I two different teams. He has two absolutely he's terrible teams that have given him injuries to play well. I mean – I'm okay with that, but I think it's, he's It's only his second year unknown. in the league. I give him unknown. It's not like he stayed healthy either, is my other thing. Did he get hurt? I didn't even know. Yeah, he got hurt. I'm not even going to lie to y'all. I completely forgot where Rosen went this year. <laughs> he was in Miami. Yeah, I, 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 I just had to look it up I, I to see that he was in Miami, but I, it got to a point where I could just completely forgot. Yeah, Josh Rosen. I mean, I'm fine if we put him unknown. I, I think unknown is fair. I put him as below average, but unknown, I think, is also right, So fair. let's do a vote. Uh, Austin? Uh, for Rosen, uh, right. unknown. Uh, below average. Unknown. Uh, yeah. Below average. Might as well I, put him below average. I mean, what are they? They Miami's about to bring in unless they they'll pull off a miracle and bring in Rosen, or they're going to bring in Tua. So I mean, he's about to be on yeah. year three, team three. So, All right, so Marino, what, what, what's your? Who who is it? Fitzpatrick? No, 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 no Rosen. Rosen. Oh no, Rosen. I would put unknown. Okay, it's so half. It's half, half. So we're gonna keep him below average. I would just leave him. I just move him at unknown. Just don't even. Just don't even. No, we already got two people on unknown. We're gonna look like we don't know anything about what we're talking. Yeah, about. no, we don't he's, have that he's many people below average. All right, so now we've got every single quarterback, unless they are someone you really just don't feel like should be in below average. Actually, Andy Dalton. Uh, Andy Dalton, I think, is just a basic average quarterback. He's nothing special. I don't I think, do think he's Andy Dalton average, is pretty though. good, but like, I don't think he's below average now. 
I don't what know. Is he's low average when I look at this list, uh, he's not a Case Keenum, a Mariota, a Joe Flacco, or if y'all keep Josh Rosen there, he's not. Uh, I think he, he had is. he has sparks of at least above average. None of those people have sparks above. Not above. to mention you're telling me that Joseph Burrow Joe, comes in. Joe Flacco I'm, I'm has had so yelling. many more flashes than than Andy Dalton. I agree. Um, so yeah, that argument is just ridiculously, ridiculously he's stupid. Had more, he's had more flashes this season. Oh, this season? Okay, no, no. Still no. He got I mean, past that's two seasons. so bad. The past two seasons. So bad, so bad, so bad. Joe so Flacco's bad. been terrible for the past two seasons. Joe Flacco, Joe Flacco lost his starting job to a hip injury. To a hip injury. Okay, it's not like he just like I mean, yeah, he wasn't great, but still, Joe Flacco. I think bad. we're Joe I think Flacco. The general consensus is, is both of them are below win. average. I but think, he, yeah. but I, the I general consensus, I'm I can live with that. But to say that you think that Andy Dalton at any point ever is better than Joe Flacco, that's just ridiculous. I would take if I had if I if I had to pick just one of the two and I could only coming pick one of the, the two, Ravens I'm picking fan. Joe Flacco 100 times out of 100 times. Coming from it's not Ravens. just because I'm a Ravens fan. I was pissed off with Joe Flacco the last three years of his time in Baltimore, and I would still take him over that. Okay, so we've now gone through all the quarterbacks. You can no, do it look for out Andy for Dalton. our, our t- uh, okay, Andy Dalton. Below average. Uh, below average. Below average. Yep. No, no, Chisel no. and Stone. Below there are average. there are two I quarterbacks who I think we've left off. Oh, mentions we... I would like to include: Weberset and Gardner Minshew. Gardner Minshew elite for the mustache alone. Gardner average. Minshew below average. average. Below like average. average. Realistically, I think if you put Nick Foles in average, you can put Gardner average. Literally took his job too. I'd put Minshew. I'm fine with him being unknown as well, but he took Nick Foles' job. I'd put him an unknown injury. for now. Give him another year. He came back injury. from an injury. He came back and was ready to start. He started two weeks. Mm. And he got taken from his job because he sucked. I'm down to put him unknown. Uh, Austin, vote. I'll go unknown for Minshew. I'll go unknown. Average. I think average is fine. And then it was for set. Uh, I said unknown. I'd Tyler. say unknown. I'd say unknown. Like I, I haven't seen enough to put it on the Brissett, let's just, just go ahead and vote. Uh, to- Austin, Brissett. Average. I'd say average too. Average. Oh, average. Jay? I'm oh. bad. <laughs> what? Brissett? Brissett. I'd put him average. Reno? I'd put him average. Jay? Give me, go on to a We went through everybody. I know. <laughs> Hold on. I'm trying to. All right, but regardless, whatever you put him, we'll put him average. But uh, look out for our social media. We're going to post this and see what, what everybody else thinks about where we rank everybody. But uh, Honestly, we're gonna... he really wasn't bad. I might have him as above Really, uh, terrible. <clears throat> Three thousand yards. In other news, Derek Jeter just got almost unanimously put in Baseball Hall of Fame. 
Yeah, he got almost unanimously put in the Hall of Fame, and there is a baseball writer voter somewhere that is on the top spot of O.J. Simpson's hit list, and that is the last place anyone wants to be. It's always uh, one guy doing it, too. Well, you know, and, and that's kind of like what it has always been, I guess. But after last year and Mariano Rivero getting in uh, unanimously, I, I just don't see – I don't see how – one person thought that, you know, oh, he was going to get the Hall of Fame, but Derek Jeter wasn't going to get into the Hall of Fame. Shoot, it's probably just... one of us because we're always about the hot takes <laughs> trying to put the guys that we don't think are probably would happen. But, like, I've spent the lot – and, like, I, I'm an Orioles fan. I hate Derek Jeter. I hate I, Derek I'm Jeter. I'm with you. Uh, the, uh, the character uh, – um, Mark Wahlberg's character and the other guys, the Yankee <laughs> Clipper, he's an American hero. <laughs> the, Derek Jeter and the phantom home run that never was cost the Orioles a World Series appearance in the 90s, or possibly did. I hate the guy. I hate the guy. I hate the guy. But to say he's not a Hall of Famer is ridiculous. And for it to be one vote, like if it was like, because like it used to be there was like, you know, you'd get like 97% of the votes. And that was like, you're good. Kenny Griffey Jr., only got like what 98% of the votes and but and those guys I mean those guys also probably deserve to be unanimous decisions because I mean it's just ridiculous I don't know what you saw in their game to think they are a hall of famer but to do it now and like to have a unanimous hall of famer and for it to be Marion Rivera a guy that pitched like an inning a game granted he was phenomenal but a guy who did it every day every night the whole game for 20 years and he comes one vote shy of unanimous decision. It, it, was the guy just mad that they gave out an unanimous decision the year before? And he was the only guy that butthurt about it that he didn't vote Derek Jeter in? I just Probably can't a Red Sox writer. I mean, if he's so proud of it, he should just announce himself to the world and just say it was me. I mean, I want I want him was... to announce it. I think it's only fair. Come out like own it. It's ridiculous. <laughs> I'm with you, man. I think they should they should let everyone um, who who votes it should be public i mean i don't know that might be a bad ballot. idea but no yeah, it's not ballot. a bad idea own it own yeah it. i agree who who did he vote for did he just not vote like who did he think deserved it more <laughs> than Derek jeter i i didn't really see the uh um the the whole ballot like i've seen a couple of names like talking about guys that didn't get in I, I, but I just don't see like if you're not gonna vote for Derek Jeter, who the hell are you voting? Yeah, ridiculous. Brian Roberts, really? No. <laughs> Tyler, just grab a chair and hit somebody. <laughs> grab a chair, <laughs> chair and hit somebody. Damn. I don't know. I don't Speaking know. of that, it sounds like uh the Kansas State brawl we had uh the other day. And they went full WWE there chair. for a minute. It looked like they almost went full malice at the palace. I that mean, was it, dude. That was crazy. Hats were, off to those coaches for making sure that didn't go any worse. But that was almost—I mean, almost un, I mean, not unbelievable because you've seen it happen. And I mean, I think you, I almost feel like you see that more in like football, but in a sport like that where they're so close to the to the fans and and the crowd, that was wild. Yeah. I mean, the man literally had a chair. Above his head, ready to just end somebody. Yeah. 
Hey, cool. How? Could you imagine if uh, if Frank Martin was still at Kansas State last night? <laughs> oh, Can we true. just, I would just had imagine turn, that? <laughs> I mean, I can't even blame the like anyone in the situation except the guy who stole the ball. Like you're down twenty two, the other team's dribbling it out, and you're gonna steal the ball. If if somebody's like they stole it from him, they absolutely deserve to spike it. All like they spiked it into the stands. They just like the guy stood over him, and he deserved every bit of it. He and, got a shit beat. Yeah, he got he got, he got beat. Rocked. And uh, one one funny note about it: the, the one of the guys who I think two guys got suspended from that fight. Um, the one of the guys that got suspended was the guy in like street clothes behind the the basket that you saw, like kind of throwing the first punches. Dude he, had played he like everything. two minutes. Dude had played two minutes the whole season. He did <laughs> everything. He literally pushed like, the guy. The fighting? guy in the Supreme Club did everything. He's the enforcer. The, the only thing that happened was was the guy do, grabbed the chair. It was It really wasn't that bad. Yeah, like, about him. Another funny note that about that guy is that he'd been suspended uh, due to like – it was a lot of complications with the NCAA, taking bribes and money at his previous school and then transferring over to Kansas. He got – he's like – it's a really like – I read the story earlier. It's like very much the investigation was kind of unsure, but he was going to just go straight to the pros, but decided to come back after the NCAA allowed him to play this year. And now the NCAA has suspended him again because of this. So the NCAA is probably just Good. laughing laughing about this fight and about how – Let him go get his check. Ron Artest got his <laughs> Metal world piece. Sorry. Meta World Peace, the most ironic name change when you look back at his career history. Oh, it's Panda Loving something. It's his most iconic. Oh, he changed yeah, it again. New, That's the right. new one, yeah. Oh, he changed it back to Meta World Peace now. Oh, man. Yeah, that fight was amazing, but it was no... Uh, in the... No, yeah, nobody got there. Nobody got punched. No, but I it, it could have gotten that far. Like, I, I think it was... If we want to talk about tears... I think it was like a tier below. It like it, it could have it was one like one just misthrown punch away from a full blown massive. And that was with That's professional guys too. It's different with like college guys is different. I, I don't know of any like college basketball brawl to my knowledge that is that has been like bad. I can't think of any I can think I of can't think of any period. One. I know, you know, we've got the Carolina Clemson brawl. Um, you know, there's 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 been brawls, but yeah, college basketball, it's tough. And and I feel like and you want to talk like I know I've mentioned Malice of Palace three or four times already, but like there I feel like in a pro sports setting, like those fans are gonna be different than like a student section. Like imagine if like the student section gets in on that. Like that could have been an absolute disaster. I mean, that could it could have gotten bad. Yeah. In other basketball, we got the Gamecocks with some action. Uh, yeah, big week, big week. Women, yeah. Uh, I, I mean, I, I think everyone knows uh, if they listen to last week, we had that reaction to the uh, to the Kentucky win live on the air. Uh, I'm glad we didn't the- listen to it live on the air this time. Ooh, Marino, I thought Ooh. we were talking about that tonight. <laughs> or Eagle. Cut his mic, cut his say. mic. That's so, all yeah, it, it was a good run for the men's team. Uh, they followed up that Kentucky win with a good win out at A&M, uh, but couldn't quite let it happen tonight. 
uh, against uh, Marino's Auburn Tigers. But uh, um, they looked competitive. Well, I don't know about competitive. They were in the game at times. It were times when neither team looked they were competitive. But uh, yeah. Auburn eventually came away with the win. They were the better team. Uh, but the girls, the girls definitely had a big, big. That was a pretty great matchup. game. That was a phenomenal game. Um, I, I mean, like we were coming back from that wedding, we were driving all the way back from PA, so we, uh, we only caught the second half, and it looked like uh, the girls that were up pretty, pretty good there in that first quarter, um, and in other parts of the first half in general, but um, and let them come back. But that second half, if you just watched that, that was a phenomenal basketball game. There were points Dude. when. I did not think we had a shot at winning that game in the closing minutes, but they uh, they found a way to dig deep, uh, which is really great to see for that young core group of girls, and uh, and they they got it, they pulled it out. Yeah, I can't remember the the girl's name who was playing for Mississippi State. They're kind of like leading sh- shooter. She was like pretty much unstoppable the entire game, and like I know she had the ball in like the last couple of seconds, and I thought it was pretty much over. Yeah, but, I was worried. Um, she like I think she missed the basket and we were able to get the get the ball back. But yeah, I mean like that Mississippi State team is good. And so for us to come back, come out with a win, um, I think you know, I know our team is good, but I think we're gonna just continue to kind of hopefully roll into the playoffs and yeah. Uh, I and I, I I said I mean I'm I'm gonna almost guarantee it. These girls are gonna win at at least a national championship in the next four years. They're uh, all so young. They're so yeah, young true. and so good. I mean, they're already the number one team. I didn't know if I, I didn't quite expect to see us get to the number one spot, like maybe a number one seed, but like to be like the number one team in the country. I mean, I know there's been upsets and, and that helps, but I just thought, you know, it's to be kind of like it, the young team, they'd show promise. They might squeak out a number one seed. They might be like an SEC champion and stuff like that, but I did not think that we'd see them look as good as they have. And, only, I mean, they've played seven top 10 teams or top 25 teams, and they've won six of them. I, I figured that might be a bit more of a, a even split. Um, but to be so dominant in those games has been awesome from these young girls. Yeah. And not not to count out the the, the senior talent, too, with uh, Herbert Harrigan and, and um, Ty Harris. They, they, I mean, they've been – they won that national championship the last time, the last two um, two girls from that team. And, um, I mean, they, they really are really strong components to the team as well. But I think uh, right now what Don's got right now on the court, what's coming back next year and what's coming in, you know, next year as well. I mean, she's just – it is it is scary for anybody not South Carolina. It's exciting times for South Carolina women's yeah. basketball for sure. Yep. Hopefully yeah, we get it, a new uh, sign outside of the, the highway going into downtown. Yeah, did did anybody see? Uh, it was a couple within the last couple of weeks. It was an SEC Network graphic, and um, it said it was like a list of the top performing freshmen in the SEC and women's basketball. And the graphic literally said like uh, it was like best performing newcomers not on South Carolina's team. Like that's how good they are. That it would just dominate the list. And so that if they were gonna give anybody else any love. It was, I mean, they had to take all those girls off the list. Yeah. So, good stuff coming out of that team. Absolutely. Well, speaking uh, of taking someone off a list. <laughs> <laughs> all 
All right. So speaking of uh, someone getting taken off a list, there's a 13 year old that got taken off of Gertie's list this week. Uh, we have a kind of a social media story that we do every week. Uh, and so Matt's kind of giving me permission to head this one out. Uh, Gritty, the mascot for the Philadelphia Flyers, is kind of in some hot water because he punched a 13 year old in the back. Uh, apparently <laughs> it was like a running punch. Uh, oh so basically kind of what happened was a kid went for a, a photo photo shoot with with Gritty and uh, tapped him on the head or something and, and walked away as he took the photo. And then apparently Gritty sprinted after him and punched him in the back uh, to the point where apparently the dad brought the child to a chiropractic center and he had a lower back bruise or a contusion to the lower thoracic spine with subluxation, <laughs> which sounds just like a bruise. It sounds like nothing. That sounds like fancy wording for a bruise. Awesome. Yeah. What so so he, so he yeah. so the the kid's dad emailed the Philadelphia Flyers. He first started the email with, you know, uh, my son took a picture with the mascot and he didn't even look at the pictures and I'm just really unhappy with it and didn't get a response. So the next email he sent was, well, my son has a lot of injuries because, uh, you know, Gritty punched him in the back and I'm going to sue the team and all this. So it seems like his dad was just kind of pissed that, you know, his his photo shoot with his son didn't go well. And the thing is, he threatened to end his season ticket passes. And all he wants from the team is an apology and for his son to get on the ice for a game, which just sounds like total bullshit. He's just trying to use his son to get something out of this and trying to make it a scene because... The Philadelphia Flyers, obviously, they took photos of the event that happened, and they had video going on. They, there's nothing of the fact. They asked the the mascot who was gritty and said, all he remembers is getting hit on the head a ton during that moment, but he doesn't. He didn't hit the kid. So it seemed like the kid was just being an asshole, and the dad just made the situation worse. And it's just the, the, the epitome of just, like, horrible parenting combined with probably a shitty kid and just trying to... It smells like bitch in here. <laughs> yeah exactly exactly seriously i mean it's not like he lost a finger or anything it could have been a lot worse <laughs> that's so philadelphia sports though i mean just yeah true wild. exactly yeah, try and just yeah, weasel so something silly. out of it yeah but there like a history of silly mascots like getting into trouble like this yeah was it the yeah the phillies mascot has the fanatic yeah the fanatics kind of yeah, 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 as well yeah. the fanatics I a mean, madman I mean, Gritty, I wouldn't honestly be shocked if he just went after a yeah, kid and it, tried to punch him in the face. Gritty but... looks like a psychopath. Like <laughs> He's like an evil <laughs> Sesame Street character or something. Yeah. It's really I hate the Flyers, but I, I, I love Gritty, man. He's just He just seems like a nutcase. Seems like they probably took someone who needs to be in an asylum, gave him some Adderall, put him in a suit, and just said, like, have fun. Yeah, Gritty looks Gritty like the drunk Sesame Street. the Clemson mascot. <laughs> <laughs> So, so, yeah. So that was a, that was an interesting story. I guess I don't I don't know how much I don't think anything's gonna happen. But the Philadelphia police are looking into it, which means probably they're just gonna call it off and call the investigation a close. But it was just kind of crazy how that like trended, probably like ten or fifteen minutes before we started this podcast. So, so uh, that that wasn't also the only social media story that we saw this week or right or tweet of any of any kind of notoriety. Um, so I was scrolling through the other day. Um, I know that we were talking about the whole the Astros and Red Sox scandal that's been breaking. And this past week has kind of been just the same old, same old, um, just kind of adding on to it. 
there's been a lot of talk about people having uh, buzzers on. That's kind of been the conspiracy theory in the last week that's been added to the story. Um, I'm going to run through this real fast just so we can uh, wrap this whole thing up. But um, one of the tweets I saw was from a Natalie Wiener. And uh, she, she quote tweeted a, t- uh, a tweet that she had um, on October 22nd of last year. So I'm, I haven't checked back at the dates, but I'm assuming that's right around the World Series time. Um, so, uh, so it says, is it is a screenshot of, I guess, a press release of some sort. It says, hi, today, Cam Soda, a leading adult camming website, announced the launch of SeriesCast, a new and exciting way for women to enjoy the World Series. SeriesCast allows individuals with a connected live sex toy to sync it with World Series games. As such <laughs> games play out, the user's levents lush will vibrate in accordance with what happens. Vibrations will occur occur for the following. Balls, slower vibration. Balls as in like the baseball balls. <laughs> oh, you know, yeah. A call pitch. Yeah, Not to get confused with, with anything else. The yeah, way yeah, you okay. call a pitch, balls, slower vibration. Strikes, faster vibration. And then for hits, singles gets a slow vibration. Double, a moderate vibration. Triple, faster vibration. And a home run. Fastest vibration for an extended duration. Finish. <laughs> so <laughs> that is the the press release or whatever it was. And on October 22nd, she just tweeted, I'm at a loss, which <laughs> on October 22nd, I'm sure everyone was. That is wild. So um, this was... So what you're saying is the Houston Astros stole this idea. They might have stole this idea. Um, this was uh, this was a couple of days ago. I think uh, the date on the tweet. Yeah, the date on the tweet is uh, the sixteenth. So she comes back, finds her tweet from before, and says, "Wait, this is actually hilarious in retrospect." So uh, the idea could have definitely been stolen from from this uh, from Cam Soda for ha- for having buzzers on, or maybe maybe uh, Cam Soda stole the idea from the Astros. Maybe they uh, true they got a little. Uh, a hunch of what was going on and said, we might be able to market off of this. So if uh, anyone needs to market off of it, it's the soda city sit down. I, I think yeah, definitely down. open for a sponsorship. Cam yes. soda, uh, have your people get in touch with our people and <laughs> we will do what we can. So, um, so I think that is a, a great I don't even know if that's like the most scandalous thing in Houston. Cause I uh, remember, uh, what was it? Game five or game four where the two ladies, uh, exposed themselves on, National television. Right. I think you know what we we can talk to them too. We'll get we'll get a marketing deal. <laughs> so <laughs> definitely a lot of a lot of weird stuff happened in that World Series in the World Series the last two or three. But um, I think that's a great place to, to end off for this week. And we hope you enjoyed everything, and we hope to have y'all back next week. I'm picking up the